Last Saturday, around noon, I met up with some friends and a two-year-old daughter at Punch Pizza on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. During our meal, about 10 or 15 people of color came in holding signs. They spread out throughout the restaurant, raised their fists in the air, and announced the names of people of color that have died at the hands of the police, responding each time with ashe, a Yoruba term that translates loosely as amen. This is part of the Black Lives Matter movement, and it's an event called Black Brunch. Peacefully disrupting brunch in predominantly white, well-to-do neighborhoods. I strongly believe that the message put forth by this movement needs to be heard. And I've personally been to some protests. I was not part of this event, though, and I felt awkward. I felt implicated. I didn't know what to do, so I sat in silence, taking it at all in. I felt like the enemy. After the four and a half minute protest, the group quietly filed out. The protest led to a rich discussion for us. But then the topic of conversation changed. We had a lot of other things to catch up on too. Things really hit home for me a few days later when I noticed a picture of the event on Facebook. I was actually in the picture, off to the side, but the focus was on my white friend who was holding her daughter. The photographer stated that she was covering her daughter's ears and said, quote, this is how America teaches its children, hear no evil. This one frozen moment of time and its caption started a heated debate on Facebook. Was she actually covering her ears? Was she hushing her daughter so others could hear? Was she trying to silence the message of the protest? Was she having a natural maternal instinct to protect her daughter? Reading these Facebook comments, my primary reaction was wanting to rush to the defense of my friend. Some people who did not know her at all were making assumptions about her and judging her. I hated the way it felt. I hated the implications. I composed a response to the Facebook post, but before I sent it, I paused. I heard the advice I'd heard here at church ringing in my ears, talk less, and listen more. And that's when grace broke through and allowed me to see a bigger picture. I called my friend who helped me to see that even though I had marched a couple of times and engaged in some heated debates online, I had grown tired of it. This work of racial justice is exhausting and I just can't be indignant forever. I still have to live life, right? So I moved on, but here's the rub. Moving on is a privilege that people of color don't have. People make assumptions and prejudgments about people of color every day. That is one of the many things being protested. Instead of rushing to the defense of my friend, I paused. I created space for grace to see things from a different perspective. In that moment of grace, I was able to widen my embrace, seeing the broader interconnected web of life. Come. Let us worship together.